Blog Talk Radio. You know that I got it Anytime you desire Hustle always ain't stopping We live with that ending fire Fire Get it straight to the point No chaser No false facts and no chaser Cast were on your way That independent news With a little bit of inspiration Run off to the side To the west To everyone in this nation Never be good celebration With a girl in motion And an R.P. folk Switching the key But we're no sleeper Giving the game on all we know So Kind of help me get through these last couple of weeks 
of the year and uh, going into uh, the new year. Uh, thank you again to my uh, co-host who filled in last Thursday um, with Michelle Alexander here on the show, uh, Lil Timmy and Quilla, who uh, are two of our nominees in the category of most entertaining interview. You guys did a phenomenal job. I did not get the opportunity to listen to the interview until uh, last Saturday, right before he said, she said. Uh, so it it was quite the interview. If you have not had the opportunity to listen to it, make sure that you uh, go back and listen to it. It's available on, of course, you can listen to it right here, or you can listen to it, you know, Spreaker, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, YouTube. Uh, just go listen to it. It's quite funny, and you will see why both of those individuals are in the most entertaining interview um, category for the IndieFire Award show because <laughs> they are quite humorous. Uh, so thank you both again for uh, pulling the weight for myself uh, on last week. Um, you know, in the past we've had uh, quite a few guests who you know, for whatever reason, they could not be here, or whether they forgot, whether they had time zone mixed up, you know, whatever the reason may be, you know, and we kind of drugged them, you know, for whatever reason, you know, it was that they could not be here, you know, um, whether it was their fault or it was their fault, they couldn't be here. And um, that was an obligation, you know, that they that they made to us. And we took the time out of our schedules to be here for them, and we felt that they should have been here for us. And, you know, I felt like my co-host should have been here last week um, because that was something that, you know, he signed up to do. He should have been here. I should not have had to find anyone to pull his weight to be here last week. And um, with that being said, you know, um, the spot is now open for another co-host, you know, and I'm not going to bash him at all because, um, you know, this show did wonders with Rich and I did wonders with Rich and Rich did wonders with me. And I made sure that I, I said something and I, and I always and will always speak very highly of Rich. But I said something to somebody this week, you know, because they wanted to drag Rich and I'm never going to do that. Um, because that's, you know, that's the type of relationship that Rich and I had. But I said something to somebody this week. You know, Rich started out as a guest on the show. My my mission and my vision for this show is to be able to um, provide a platform for our guests to be able to expand their brands um, through Indie Fire, and if at the end of the day I have been able to fulfill my vision, my purpose, my passion effectively by allowing somebody else, I've done what I'm supposed to do, and I've done that for him. Um, so I'm never going to talk bad about him. I'm never going to talk down about him. Um, that's not my character. Um, towards him, you know, um, Delshawn was a different story. Rich and I, I'm always going to have love for Rich, always, you know, 
he he came, he did what he was supposed to do. Um, he, he went above and beyond, you know, and I wish him great success. Um, you know, people are in your life for, for reasons and for seasons. And I feel like, you know, we reached, we had a phenomenal year and um, we reached our point together. And um, I wish him the best. With that being said, I want to talk about our nominees a little bit. And then I want to bring on a very special guest for our last episode of the year on Indie Fighting. If you've been following social media, you know that on the 29th, next Saturday, we will host our very first um, Indie Fire Awards show right here. Um, and very quickly, uh, the nominees in the Best Female R&B Song category, uh, we have Billy Lee, It Hurts to Be a Girl, Mojo Free, Filters, Quilla, O, Renee Ellis, Love to Love, Janelle with Tragic, and Yashe with Let This Beat Sing. Let me give you just a little bit of that Let This Beat Sing. My apologies for acting rude, for acting shy Usually collective, but with you I can't see why I act stupid I'm so stupid I'm on never be strange to you Cause I can't be strange when I'm with you So I'm on never be Love out of my 
words never come to mind Since I can't keep it real in the convo I'ma spit it to you in a rhyme I'ma let the things sing To you, to you Indie Fire, Best Viva R&B Song nominee, Yashe, with Let's Just Beat Sing, was born and bred in the cool mountains of Jamaica. She's a singer-songwriter who is aiming to spellbind people with her sultry sound and refreshing take on urban music. Her lyrics and musical style are reflective of her Caribbean roots, and she embraces and incorporates hip-hop music elements into her compositions to create a rich, and dynamic sound. Being raised by music fanatics enabled Yashay to proactively work on her artistry. She started pinning songs from as early as seven years old. A former competitive Indian dancer and a staple in local pageants, she used the confidence gained from often being on stage to augment her vocal delivery and strengthen her performing skills. She was recently deemed an indie artist on the rise by Canadian Music Week and was featured on jamaicansmusic.com and under the Music We Love section of Caribbean Urban Publication, L3 Magazine. Despite being offered several opportunities to study at some of the world's most renowned institutions, Yashe remains steadfast in her pursuit to take her music to the masses. Fresh from recording her debut single, Boomerang, with the Grammy-nominated production group, Kuya, the Jamaican songstress is ready to make her mark. Indie Fire listening audience, supporters, fans, and followers, I present to you my guest for this evening. Look, when I tell you, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to have her here with me this evening because, you know, I could do interviews on my own. It's, it's, it's no issue. I like having a co-host, you know, because we could flow back and forth, whatever. But having her here with me tonight, like, I've been interacting with her for the past two weeks, and so I feel like I have a friend, you know, and her, so I feel like, you know, I'm going to top it up with her tonight, like, we've been chilling with each other for years, you know, but when when I have somebody who tells me, like, they're excited, you know, they they really, they're excited to be here, you know, and she's not calling me from, you know, the state, you know, she's, she's in Jamaica right now, and she was fearful that she wasn't going to make her interview, you know, she's excited to be here, um, she thought she was going to be late, but she was right on time, you know, and, you know, just her vibe is so electric, I'm just, I'm gonna shut up, I'm gonna shut up and get her on the line with me, because I feel like, you know, I've known her forever, you know, uh, how you doing? Hello? Hello? How you doing? How are you? <laughs> I'm awesome. Can y'all feel her energy? Oh, like her energy is just that was amazing. Quite an her intro. energy is amazing. Thank you so much. I feel like we're really complimenting each other now. This is pretty good. Yes, and I feel like that's what we've been doing like all week. Like in the post, you know what I mean? I post, she posts. Yeah. I compliment, she compliment. You know what I mean? So, like, the vibe has just been amazing for the past, you know, couple of weeks. And I'm just as excited as you are. You know, you're excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. Um, I want to thank your management, for one. Like, I, he probably contacted me, I don't know, uh, 
I don't know, maybe two or three months ago. And at first I thought it was him, you know, and I was trying to get on the show. Um, and he was like, you know, no, you know, it's my artist. So I do want to thank him. I want to thank him first because I'll probably forget before the end of the show. Thank you, Saint, you know, for reaching out to, to Andy Fire. Um, thank you for reaching out to Donovan and actually, um, you know, to get your artist on the show. Uh, thank you so much. I do want to thank also, because I'll forget this as well. Thank you, Gregory Beasley. Um, thank you so much. I, I woke up uh, probably Tuesday morning to some news that uh, Let This Beat Sing was in rotation. Um, don't get me to lying about the station. Wow. But, uh, you know, this song was going to be in rotation. She hadn't even been on the show yet. Um, but just from promo, this song, Let This Beat Sing, was going in rotation. And so, you know, like I mentioned wow. earlier before the interview started, you know, I when I when I wake up in the morning and um, people ask me, why, why do you do what you do? And why do you go so hard for artists? And, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do this, you know, for no kind of recognition at all. Um, I, I, my platform is to be able to, to promote other, other brands. You know, I want to make sure that, um, indie artists, you're getting what you're trying to get, you know, if it's, you want your music out there, you want your brand out there, you know, whatever it is that you're you're chasing, your destiny, that's my passion, to make sure that I'm able to just be the small, you know, whatever it is, to push you to the next level. Um, I may have only 100 followers, you know what I mean? I may have whatever, you know, whatever I can do to be that avenue of expression for your brand, then allow me to do that. So, Thank you, Greg, you know, for getting this, this song in rotation on your station. You know, I want to put that out there and say thank you. Um, so I'm just, I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super, super stoked. <laughs> I've been excited about this since St. Tully, and I have to give a shout-out to him because he's amazing. He's a great man. And I get really pumped to be here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk let's talk about your music career and, and from the beginning. Um so you started pinning songs as early as, as seven. So Yeah. Like my parents are really people. musical. Let's talk about that. Okay. So uh, my mom was in a band in her younger years and my dad was a promoter. So Ever since I was small, there was there was always music around me, and uh, it's, it's kind of weird. But Disney, I watched a lot of Disney Channel, and all those catchy songs made me want to write. So I'd hear my parents singing, or they'd be playing a bunch of different genres, and then I'd be watching Disney on top of everything, and hear Raven and everyone sing, and I just want to write. I just knew that that's something that I wanted to do because. I just saw how happy music makes people. Even if my, my mom would be mad or something, she'd just turn on her favorite tune and she'd just get so happy. And I just wanted to be able to do that with my art. So that's basically it. I just started writing. What's the first album that you ever owned? My first album say it would be Thriller 
by Michael Jackson. Because in Jamaica, you don't really buy, like, a lot of albums. They kind of, like, burn CDs, and you just, like, you'd buy, like, a CD with uh, miscellaneous artists and a bunch of different songs. No one really buys albums in the Caribbean. It's not as frequent as it is in North America. But the first album I owned was the, the Thriller album by Michael Jackson, who is my biggest musical influence. Hmm. Yeah. How did yeah. you? I really love me some MJ. Music, since a lot of the music there is is burned, and um, you have yeah. a, a variety of music that is that is on the CDs. How did you acquire that mm-hmm. album? Oh, so actually, I got it from a friend of mine in high school. I, he just, I don't know how he got it, but he knew that I loved Michael Jackson because everyone at my school knew that I loved Michael Jackson. So <laughs> if they found, once my brother found like a Michael Jackson keychain and he's like, oh my God, look what I got for you. And I'm just like, I love you. And so everyone always knew that MJ is is her thing. That's MJ's biggest fan mm-hmm. and so he just brought me like a bunch of cds and then i saw the thriller album and i was just like you have answered my prayers and i i played that that cd so much it no longer works like it just over the years i just kept playing it over and over and over and over again but ain't no shame in my game i love me some mj just saying. <laughs> what's your favorite michael jackson song my favorite Michael Jackson song is You Rock My World. And it, it, it's, yeah. uh, there are so many favorites, but that's, that, that song is just my song. I know everyone loves Thriller and, you know, there's Dangerous. There's so many Michael songs, but there's something about You Rock My World that just transcends me. I feel like I'm in that song, like it was written for me. I, I rock <laughs> the world. But I don't know. There's something about that song. I love it. <laughs> So what's a typical day like for you? I know that you are a singer and a songwriter. Yes. Um, but yes. do you have do you have the liberties to be able to do this full time or do you work a full time job as well? Well, I, 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 I I feel like I do have the liberty because I tr- I try I believe that everything is in your own hands. Your destiny is in your hands. So if I want to like legitimately be a legitimate artist, then I have to make this my full time job. So yeah, I do like a bit of accounting because that's what I went um, to school for partly. And most of the side hustles I have focus on the creative because in everything I want to involve music. But right now, music doesn't really pay all the bills, girl. I'm just saying, so I do have my side hustles. But music is essentially what I do every single day. I'm always rehearsing. I'm always going into the studio. I'm always trying to create art because that's what I am. I'm an artist, and that, to me, is most important. So tell us something about your songwriting process. What comes first, your lyrics or your beats? Hmm. To be honest, I, I a melody. I I'll be just standing. I'll just be walking or doing random stuff, and then I'll just start humming something. And then after that, the lyrics just start to flow. So I'm I'm.
we're going to go into why did you go? We may be having some technical issues. So I'll go into why did you go, and we'll be right back with our guest, Yashay, the Jamaican songstress.
that was uh, why did you go? Um, <laughs> I, <sighs> thank you I so really much for playing that. Thank you. I really, really like that song. Um, we actually had a, another song, and I think Saint Vincent's song and Love Oasis probably two weeks ago. And I was like, no, 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 we got some new music. And I was like, oh, Lisa, let me hear what he sent. And I had a couple names floating around in my head when I heard that song. You know, some exes that I could say, you know, like, at first I thought the song was very comical, like, because I normally do not listen to the music when it comes in. Like, I hear it, you know, when it first, for the first time when it plays on the show. But I was like, you know, no, he was adamant, like, got some new songs. You need to play these songs, you know, promote these songs. And I was like, let me hear, you know, let me hear these songs. And I was like, I got some exes. Like, I need to send this music to. They really need to hear this this song right here. Like, why did you go? They really need to hear this song. Um, which, which song so far? Because, you know, we were just talking while this song was playing. Um, is this, this, I'm assuming these, because, you know, you got new music. Why did you yes, go? Is it, on, is it on the EP? Yes, it is. Love Oasis, the name of the EP, and why did you play the song that's on it? Yes. Which which song do you think um, you've delivered your best performance so far? I honestly believe, and Saints might disagree with me, um, <laughs> my the song that I feel like I was so into. And I just gave my all is You've Got My Love. That and Love Oasis. Of course, I give, you always give 110% when you're in the studio, but I'm just kind of biased when it comes to those two songs. But for sure, You've Got My Love comes out on top. I don't know if you've heard that one yet, but that is my song. Like from an emotional point of view, technical point of view? I'd say more from an emotional point of view, because I'd like to make my songs really relatable. And I feel like it's, it's, it's a song that every, everybody can like attest to feeling that way. If you've ever been in love or if you are in love, and even if you haven't been in love, it's kind of that song that embodies what it's like to feel so strongly for someone. So from a technical point of view, it's a really low-key beat. I feel like my vocals are what really shine on that song it's what I really focused on and I just I just love everything about that song in particular feel really happy when I listen to that that's like oh I did that song I did that that's how I feel <laughs> when I listen to that song <laughs> and that's love on top I'm that's love on top my... that's you've got my love and that is on love voice yes you've got my yes. love no, I don't think he sent that one to me, but that's all right. I'm I'm ready to pre-order. Pre-order is January 6th. Thank you so that's much. That's all I remember. It means a lot. It really does. Yeah, and that's all, that's that's all I remember, remember right now, I don't, honey. Because you, <laughs> I don't know when it comes out. It comes out in February. That's all I know. But pre-order, you can pre-order it January 5th. If anybody wants to pre-order it for me, you know, that's, I need to, um, if you don't want to pre-order it, it's okay. I'll pre-order it for myself. 
but pre-order is January 5th, all right? It drops February, but you can pre-order, pre-order it <laughs> January 5th, all right? That's Love Oasis, yeah. all right? Um, as a, as a female, February 5th. there you go, there you go. As a female in this industry, you know, we face a lot of, um, a lot of obstacles. And um, what would you say the biggest barrier that you've had to overcome would be as an indie artist and as a female in this industry? The biggest hurdle so far has been getting my music heard just as an indie artist because it's all when you're new and when you're just starting out, People always, oh, it's just another indie artist. Oh, it's another email from another artist. And, and that, to me, has always been a struggle. I feel like even more so that I'm a female, I constantly have to be proving that I'm as, I'm as good as, and it sounds so stupid to say it, but I'm as good as my male counterpart. Because I know mm-hmm. that I'm as good as any male artist out there. But it's just, it's just the climate of the industry as it is in a lot of other fields. And it's just the it's just on us to constantly keep keep proving and keep showing that we are worth this, and it's unfair. But I know that that's a struggle that I face, and it's a struggle that I'll continue to face until like until change comes. And I'm trying to be a part of that change. I'm trying to be a catalyst for that movement where females you don't feel like you have to prove your worth. It's just a level playing field, and we all just we're in this because we love it. And it's not about the politics of the music. It's not about putting the man at the forefront. And that, to me, is the biggest issue I face, just trying to always prove that I'm better than the male and also to prove that I'm worth listening to, even though I'm not a Beyonce yet. You don't know me, but you will know me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you suffered um, any resistance? Or skepticism uh, from the industry because of being a female and uh, the way that you think? Mm, to be honest, skepticism, no, no. I've not encountered anything where, the, where an, once I sing and once I show people my music, they're like, oh, okay, like you really know what you're doing. So no one's been like dubious when it comes to does she have talent or not. Because that is something I work on, and I don't put a product out unless I'm sure of it, and I don't bring my music to people unless I'm sure. So I haven't really encountered anything like that. Not yet. Not yet, anyway. Do you feel that you bring the total package? We've had... I've had a lot of females on the show that uh, some of them struggle with a lot of issues, whether it's self-esteem issues, whether it's they don't look the part 100%. They're working on certain things, whether it's external, whether it's internal. Uh, They may be lacking in certain areas, but they feel that they don't bring the total package. They have the voice, but they're lacking in some area professionally. Do you feel that you bring the total package? The consumer can look at you and say she's the total package. 
and what you're serving up. You feel you bring that? I I do believe I bring the total package because it, it, when you're when you're pursuing the arts and you want to be someone that the consumer wants, you have to believe that you are the total package. Because once you believe in yourself, other people start to believe in you. So I can sing, I can dance, I know how to put on a show. I am a performer. So I I believe that I am the total package. And I try to convey that through my music and through my performances. So of course, there's always challenges. It's, it's human nature to feel um, insecure at times or to feel like you're, you're not enough. But I just always try to push those thoughts to the back burner because I'm bubbling up a, a pot of talent at the front. So I'm just pushing that image out. You know, my insecurities are for, like, being nervous. That's for the backstage. But when I go on stage and when I go into the studio, I am the only artist that exists. And I try to portray that to anyone who I come in contact with. And it's, it's not being like a braggart or anything. It's just being confident and knowing my worth and, and what I bring to the table. As a former competitive dancer and a former pageant queen, do you prefer performing <laughs> live or studio work? 100% performing live, 100%. <laughs> I go to the studio, and I know I know I have to do the song, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like, why? When it's, when it's live, I'm just giving you all I've got. Like, I've, I've, I exercise. I've had a lot of water. I'm ready to give you a show, you know? But I just, I don't know. I really prefer performing live rather than, than going into the studio. Studio work is fine. That's the product, and it's getting it out there. But there's something about that synergy between a performer and the audience, especially when you have that audience. And you know the one I'm talking about, that pumped audience. It gives me mm-hmm. this life. And it's incomparable. You, you can't compare being in the studio to, to, to actually doing it live. Yeah. That That's... That's awesome. My daughter is, well, she'll be 18, and she started pageants when she was six months old. And, wow. Um, yeah, she, she took a few years off um, during her, you know, her teen years. Um, but, you know, as, as a young child, when she couldn't speak for herself, um, you know, I had to do a lot of the talking for her. And so the older she she got, you know, that's when she developed, you know, the stage presence and the, the personality and, you know, so to look at her now and see how she's blossomed and, and developed has been, you know, just uh, amazing. There's, there's never a dull moment in my house because of how she's developed over the years. Um, so to hear, you know, an artist say uh, that they prefer, I prefer... Uh, studio work over performing. I'm just like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 that's not the way. <laughs> you got to move the crowd, you exactly. know? Exactly. <laughs> I totally agree with you. I agree with you 110%. You have to be out there. That is where the artistry part comes in when you're actually doing your art in front of others. 
and you're feeling that vibe, it makes it all worth exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest misconception um, that people have about your genre of music? My genre of music, I think, because it's it's kind of because I do urban pop, but then I rap and I do like dance hall music. So I, I the biggest misconception I'd say is that people think that the urban music is like it immediately means violence or it means oh so there's gonna be a shootout at the show or something. I just feel like <laughs> I get that kind of energy from people sometimes, and I'm like, no, it's just like a nice. It's it's not necessarily calm because I tend to get like really active on stage and I'm dancing and stuff. But I feel like that's something that people sometimes think that if it's urban, it means and forgive, pardon me for saying this, it means it's black and so it's gonna be violent. And that's totally not the case. It is seldom the case. Do you find that you write about any of those issues that people have misconceived notions about? I, I, to be quite honest, I haven't written a lot of songs with um, regarding that. I think I, I, I write songs more about like po- poverty are things that are important to me, you know, because I feel like if you want to attend the show or not, that's on you. For Indonesia, all the, the kind of real world issues, because at the end of the day, you either like the music or you don't. And I'm not going to force my art upon someone, you know, so I, I won't give people who have that misconception the time of day because I'm too busy writing and singing about things that are actually important and things that we should collectively be thinking about, you know, rather than buying into the stereotype. So talk about Love Oasis. So I want to go into that track next. Yes, Love Oasis. Uh, Do you want me to talk about track. it right now? Right now? Yeah. Yeah, Love the Oasis. Title track. Ah, yes. It is the Love Oasis. It's, it's, I believe it's a beautiful song. It's, it's about that push and pull um, between two, two lovers. You, you really love someone, but then you like them, and they really love you, but they like you too. So it's just about that, the flawed human nature, the fact that we all have our vices, but at the end of the day, if we work really hard enough, we can find our ourselves in that place where love is just pure and in abundance. So the song is basically a transition from a bad place in a relationship to actually going to a love oasis. Because I wanted to use this oasis in like a metaphorical way. And, and, and putting oasis with love. So we're in a desert. We're dried out. There's no love left. So somehow we put in effort and we make our way to this love oasis. It's really a nice song. I've had like a few of my friends have listened and they're just like, wow, you wrote that? Like, you're deep like that? I'm like, yes, I'm deep. So, so, so I, just, I really enjoyed recording that song. I did that song in one take and it, it was just so much fun because the energy was just there and I, I felt what I was singing. So it was really nice. It was really nice. Well, if you're tuned in right now, you're listening to uh, Yashay live with Nakia on Indie Fire, and this is 
Love Oasis, the title track from her forthcoming EP, uh, due to be released February 2019. You can pre-order January 5th, 2019. This is Love Oasis. My boyfriend has a problem. I think I am his problem. Cause when he comes home late from work instead of dinner and dessert, I just gotta cause a problem. He knows he has a problem. So, thank God I'm not alone. Cause when he sees them other girls, he just cannot control his feelings. He just got to feel them out. Shit. Baby, I'm trying. Love for my 
That was level aces. You know, I could feel there was so much passion in that song. Like I don't, I don't remember what Thank the other song so was. I don't even remember now. Like I don't even think I want to go listen to that one. Like I, I there was so <laughs> much passion in that song. Um, like I just had to sit back and just. Like, normally I keep track of, you know, all right, so the song is four minutes, all right, so, you know, um, I got four minutes, you know, and I'm going to just, you know, just be here four minutes. But just to sit back and actually listen to a song and let it take you away, actually be on the beach, that oasis that you're talking about, um, trying to live in the moment of the song, um, be in the moment uh Listen to the words. Um, be in that place with that person, but then feel the passion of the artist. I mean, you know, I don't know if you you, you were talking or speaking from experience. I'm sure, or talking about somebody else's pain, or but you could just I don't know. That was your emotional, your technical song. That was that was it. You could you could just you could feel it. I hadn't listened to that one. Thank you so much. I like that. Thank you. That's in my playlist. Thank you so much. That's definitely in my playlist. Thank Guys, you. make sure that you pre-order that. Make sure you pre-order Love Oasis. The EP drops February the fifth. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. You can pre-order yes. January fifth. Pre-order January fifth. Love Oasis. Yes. Wow. I'm about, I'm tongue tied after that. I, I really am. I'm tongue tied. You are such a sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you so much. I like appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Some people would beg to differ. She said I was a sweetheart, y'all. Some people would beg to differ. Some people would beg to differ. <laughs> so what song are you vibing to today? What type of music do you listen to? What do you think of the music scene? Right now, hmm. right now, I really, I'm, I'm a diehard like Beyonce fan. Like I just, I love Beyonce. I don't even apologize for it. I, I'm a, I'm a member of the Beehive, <laughs> so I know there's like, <laughs> there's a lot of new music coming out. I, I don't listen to as much new music as I should because there's always so much, and I think that's always the struggle. I'm an old soul, so I listen, and it's so it's it's really ironic because I'm a new artist. So you would think that I'd be listening to all this new music, which I do. But I love me some old R and B, just like soul music. I'm deep into that. Like my Spotify playlist, you would think I'm a hundred years old. Like I listen to a lot of old <laughs> stuff. Beyond, and I, I just I love, but contemporary artists, Beyonce. All the way. I just love her. And but my mm. I love Tony. Love. So yeah. are you inspired I'm by inspired. the older are you inspired by the older R and B female vocalist? Yes, definitely. I I definitely am. I I just I feel like the nineties and also like the eighties 
there was just something about R&B music because I try not to, there's something that I try to incorporate from them into my art. I don't like to limit myself by saying, oh, I'm just an R&B artist. I'd, urban pop allows for more leeway because I incorporate a mm-hmm. lot of different things into my art. And I know you read that from my bio, but R&B artists, especially those from the 90s, there's something about them, the whole, and there are so many that really inspires my art. I don't know if it's it's the feeling, the, just the lyrical content. Honestly, like some of the mumble rap nowadays, and I don't mean to sound like that old person, but you just don't feel it. There's no longevity in music like that. But the 90s, I'm that girl. I'm that girl at the barbecue bumping next. I'm that girl. <laughs> if you had the opportunity to work with any... Uh, female artist or or male um, from the 90s, who would it be? Choose a male. I'm choosing a male just because I want to work with Devontae Swing from Jodeci. If I had the opportunity. What can I tell you? And it's not just because he was fine as hell. Yes. genius like just just from a musical standpoint like his yes. production skills like he worked with a lot of artists he worked with Aaliyah he worked with Tupac uh, he mm-hmm. was so instrumental and is so underrated in my opinion um Dodeci is one of my favorite bands of all time yes. and I will not take that back I love Dodeci and to know that he for the most part produced and wrote most of the songs that it's mm-hmm. a special kind of person that can do that. He plays like maybe over 10 instruments. And I just, I would love to work with him. Like if I had to choose a 90s male artist, he would be the one. And since Beyonce te- technically came out in the 90s, I choose Beyonce as my female. Yeah. Girl, I would love to work with him too. Maybe not the same way you trying know. to work with him, but I would love to oh, work with him. He's pretty. Pardon? On a daily basis, where do you find your motivation to just get up and grind the way you do daily? Just where do you find your motivation? I find the motivation in, hmm, there's so many things that I draw inspiration from. But the music, the music itself, and I don't don't mean music in like a general term, because of course I love music and that's why I'm pursuing it. But when I look at what I write, I just want to share it. I think community is what kind of motivates me. The, the desire to share my art with people, that keeps me going. I'm just like, not enough people have heard what I have to say. Not enough people have listened to what I'm singing. And that keeps me motivated that, okay, I've gained one fan today. The next day, someone else will hear it. I don't, whether they like it or not, it's, it's, it's just the need to share music. Because music is life. It's culture. It's a way of life. And that just the need, the perpetual desire to always wanting to be singing for people is what drives me on a daily. And my mom, of course, because she's always in my ear. Oh, yeah, yeah, keep singing, keep singing. So my mom, too. <laughs> 
future consider shout out most definitely and shout out to your mother my mother's my my biggest um supporter she's my biggest cheerleader um so um shout out to your mother um I know that you consider yourself to be a fairly, you know, new artist, but for someone who is brand new and they may be listening now, they may come back and listen, you know, on a playback show, what piece of advice can you offer that artist who may just be starting out and say, you know, they listen to your music and they say, oh my gosh, she's where I want to be. She, she's, you know, she's the it girl. I want to follow in her footsteps, you know. What piece of advice can you offer them um, to say, you know, hey, this is what I'm doing and this is what you need to do? And um, what, what can you say to that new artist? The one thing I'd say, besides the obvious, which is believing in your art and working consistently on your art, the one thing I'd say is just do it. I heard this. Um, my stylist, shout out to her, Gabriella Mesa. Um, she told me from the very beginning, she's just like, just do it. And that's what I, I encourage all artists to do. Because when, before you go into music, and I struggled with this, I would always find the reasons why I can't do it, why this isn't for me. Oh, but I'm from the Caribbean, and Caribbean people don't do urban music. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing. I'd find all the detractors, and I would, I would just sit on that and not do anything. But the only way to get something done is to just do it. So if you're an artist starting out, just start, just start making the music. Start going out to to, to clubs or music venues. Start networking. Just do it because that's the only way you'll know if you just do it. Be nothing tried, nothing done. So just do it. That's that's what I have to say. And it's working for me. I'm just doing it every single day. And once you just start doing it, it comes a way of life. And then before you know it, you're doing it without even thinking about it. So just do it. That's awesome. Awesome advice. And I think that you can apply that in any aspect of your life. I don't even think that that should be applicable to just an independent artist, I think that can be applied yeah. to all aspects um, of your life. Um, you know, I have Whatever so many platforms that I, I stand upon, you know, um, it's the holidays, and I would be remiss if I did not say this, it's the holidays. Um, a lot of us suffer a great deal of depression during the holidays. Um, some of us just don't want to get out of bed in the morning. A lot of us deal with losses um, during the holidays, and uh, we reflect upon them during the holidays, um, and we fight with depression, and we don't want to get out of bed. Um, you can't start your day if you're laying in bed. Just do it. So I think that's applicable for every part of your life. Um, I want to leave you or give you this opportunity now to um, – get all of your social media contact out for those who may be listening now, for those who may come back and listen, um, for those who want to uh, collaborate with you. Uh, <laughs> my phone's blowing up. Uh, collaborate with you. Um, you know, for those who want to get you in rotation, you know, for those who want to do whatever they want to do. You know what? I ain't going to say that because last time I said that, I got a man in trouble. So 
musically for those who want to, you know, work with you. There we go. Because I said, for those who want to do whatever they want to do with you, yeah, somebody's wife hit me up like, what's you talking about? Nah, I didn't mean it that way, sir. Yes, those who want to work with, you know, Yashay musically, there we go. The floor is yours to get all your musically. Yes, I ain't trying to sell her. Come on now. You know, you want to work with her musically. Uh, <laughs> I ain't even going to say entertainment. Nah, musically, you know, the floor is yours. Musically, to get all your yeah. kind of musically we got to keep reiterating that because I can't even say entertainment, you know, because that's the wrong way now. So, you know, the floor is yours Honestly, to get all your contact all. information yeah. out. <laughs> Yeah, the floor is yours. Um, so, okay, everybody. Well, first, I want to give some shout outs. I just want to say shout out to Saint, who is my manager of Vision and Vitality Entertainment. Um, thank you so much for always believing in me and pushing me and just believing in my art and helping to take this to the next level. We have a lot of big things in store for everyone. So thank you, Saint. Um, shout out to my mom, to my stylist, Gabriella, um, to Farhan, who... Um, who recorded um, most of my album. Thank you so much for all the producers that helped to create the beats. I really appreciate you. And hello, world. This is Yashay talking, your girl Yashay. If you want to reach me, you can hit me up on Instagram. It's Yashay Official. The same goes for Facebook and Twitter. And if you just type in Yashay on YouTube, you'll find my, my channel. So please subscribe and just keep supporting even if you're not just supporting me, just support indie music because we're here for, I'm going to use this word, your entertainment, your musical <laughs> entertainment. Just keep, keep supporting the arts because honestly, you feed, you are, you fuel our fire and we really appreciate your feedback, whether it's good or bad. Just keep, so if it's good or bad, if you like Love Oasis, if you like Why Did You Thaw, just hit me up, Yashay Official on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. And Nakia, honestly, <laughs> shout out to you. The biggest shout out to you because you are amazing. I don't care who doesn't think you're a sweetheart. You're a sweetheart in my eyes. Thank you for giving me this platform. I, I really wholeheartedly appreciate it. Thank you. You're so very welcome. I have, um, I have thoroughly enjoyed this year. I don't know, I may not get the opportunity to say this um, next Saturday because next Saturday will be jam-packed um, with with so much. I hope you get the opportunity to call in on next Saturday. Um, wow. Next Saturday is the award show. Uh, the schedule will go out on so tomorrow. Tomorrow or next Saturday. Um, tomorrow or Saturday, the schedule will go out so that everything runs accordingly. As far as you know, calling times for our nominees and our our winners, um, the schedule will go out either tomorrow or or Saturday um, for that. Um, but I probably will not get the opportunity to say it because I'll be so bombarded with just all kinds of other things. But this year has been phenomenal, and I'm glad that I was able to end the year with such an amazing interview with such an amazing individual. Um, and I don't really know how, um, your, your manager came across, um, the show, but I'm, I'm grateful, you know, that he did, um, because I, I feel like, you know, once you come on the show, you're part of the family, 
and you're welcome back anytime. We expect to have you back, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe March. Um, maybe I think we have, you know what? February the 5th is open if you want to come back. Your album drop this is open, I think. <clears throat> I better check the calendar before I speak. But um, we want to bring you back so that, you know, we can we can talk about the album. If you want to come back in March or whatever. But once you're, you know, you've been on the show, you're a part of the family. And so um, we definitely want to have you back. And think, you got to get up here too. You know, you can't just hide behind um, the emails and whatever. We got to bring you on the show as well. Um, so I have definitely um, had an amazing year with some really amazing artists. Um, <laughs> I've had an amazing year with some amazing artists, some amazing entrepreneurs, some amazing guests, some uh, comedians, uh spoken word artist. It's just been an amazing year. So I want to take the time out now just to say thank you. Uh, thank you for, you know, the co-hosts that I've had this year, both Delshawn and Rich. It's been awesome. Um, it's just because, again, I may not have the opportunity on next Saturday just to say thank you uh, to everyone that has impacted um, my life um, here on Indie Fire. It's just been great. So um, shout out to you all. Um, do not want to take the time to call you all by name because uh, there's just so many of you. But again, thank you all. Thank you to my guests tonight, Yashe. Uh, it's been amazing, amazing interview. Again, you can find her on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter at Yashe Official, uh, Y-A-S-H-A-E. Official. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure that you're following her, liking um, uh, all that good stuff. Make sure that you're doing it all. All right. Um, so until Saturday, I do believe we have our last uh, episode of the year of He Said She Said this Saturday on um, He Said She Said 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time will be the last episode of Indie Fire for the year, I'm sorry, of he said, she said, for the year, and then we'll be back next Saturday for the first annual Indie Fire Radio Awards show, 7 to 9 p.m. right here um, on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Merry Christmas to all um, next Tuesday, and uh, no show on next Thursday. Oh, my goodness. If I don't say it, because I forgot to say it last week, congratulations to my daughter. Mom got the news before the child did. And so, um, <laughs> so um, don't want to give the university yet, but she has been accepted to a second university. So congratulations to the baby girl. All right, guys, until Saturday, have a good night. <laughs>